something witty in time with the music. Consistency is the key. Listen to me. I don't me. have a voice. You don't have a voice. I don't have a voice. You don't have a voice. Hello, that is hello. a problem. Oh no, Green Goblin. Why do you know I have no voice? Why you got no voice? Why have 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 you got no voice? Hello, hello, hello. Oh, I can hear you. Hello. You're moving your mic. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Good day, mate. Good day. Good day, mate. Hello. It's because I was using this yesterday. Oh. That's why. Oh. Yeah. Golly, 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 golly. Golly, 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 golly. I haven't even got good my coffee ready. Good morning, Dimu. We actually had heaps of good morning. Hey, Dimu. Hey, Dimu. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Hi, Hey, Dimu everyone. podcast. Me name, Sean Alton. Your name is Sean Alton. G'day, Kalana and Nanny and Sheree and Rebecca Parker. Not Alec. He can't be here today because he's busy. He's flooring. Forgive him. G'day, Kira. G'day, Shelley. Brittany. Did I say Brittany already? I feel yeah. like I did. I don't know. Uh, Kyle, of course. And anyone else whose names didn't pop up. Hi. Thanks for being here on this gloomy, gloomy day. Yeah. We've, we both earlier just sat on the bed over there and both were crying. Crying and cuddling. Cuddle crying. Cuddle crying. It was very weird. Mm. It's been a very long week. It's been a shit week. It has been a shit week. Look, I know everyone has shit weeks and in our shit is probably nothing in compared to some people's shit weeks, but it still made me cry. So yep. still a shitty week. It's ice cream time. I, I think that's the it problem. It sure was. Yeah, Sean had ice cream. I had ice cream last night. Yeah. That's where we're at. I did not enjoy it. I, I didn't even eat all my ice cream and then I didn't even eat. I had one Tim Tam. I think I really did enjoy it. I was in a good mood after I finished too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It made you feel better. It did make You're me You're building feel a rocket, Kyle. G'day, Michael. Whoa. Kyle's building a rocket. Are you doing that so you can come here? Where are you going right. to shoot your rocket? Yeah. Where are you going to shoot Where's it? Where's it going? Where are you going to shoot your rocket? I hope you clean it up after you're finished. Oh Shut up, Winnie. Winnie. All right. Hello. Hey. How are you going? Hey, good. You're I mean, irritated and upset today. You need to go to the toilet. No. No? No. What were you going to say? I don't even know where to start. Would you like me to begin? Maybe you should. Okay. I don't really know where to begin. But I will begin at the beginning. So, my son has been in high school. This is to do with education and uniform policies for a little bit of this podcast. Then we'll cover some other topics like tarot readings. Chris Delia? Delia? Delia. Delia. Yeah. It's probably a good thing he's a creep because I can't say his last name properly anyway. Never have. No, no you won't have to. No, I won't have to. You so that allowed, helps. You won't be allowed to say his name without people... Smacking it out of my hand. Being like, are you a sympathizer? Yeah, but nah. Um, he's got black in, in his eyes. <laughs> anyway, then we're going to discuss this uh, new show that we're helping out with. Um, so, oh, you're poo-poo too, Cherie? I'm sorry to hear. I feels you. So, my son has been in high school for three years now. Um, we have never had any trouble having him wear uniform for school. Um, ever. Like he's always just worn it. We've always supplied it as much as to the best of our ability and everything. So over the last th three years of his high schooling, my son is not an academic student. He's not, um, 
he he doesn't really enjoy school, but he'll go. He has a great attendance rate. Um, and he's 15. He's getting ready to leave school because he doesn't believe that it's going to benefit him to stay. It's actually more distressing for him to go sometimes. And, you know, so many kids have far worse problems than the problems that we have with education and the schooling system than we do. But... But those kids aren't ours. Those kids aren't our kids and so we're just going to going to deal with our ones so so samuel you're poo poo too too it's poo everywhere it's poo everywhere poo poo too too it's messy yeah it's real messy okay so i'll start at the beginning on so at the moment it is hard to get my son who usually enjoyed he was happy to go to school it's become increasingly difficult to get him to go to school because of the just the relationships he has developed with the staff because of the um the relationship he has with his education and doing schoolwork and as and such has actually complicated the relationships that he has with authority, the school system, his education, just authority in general. You gonna fix the dog? Are you gonna lock her away in a cupboard? I think she is you think she's locked in a cupboard? That's why she's crying. Yep. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so over the last three years, my son, if so, they have. It's a public school. It's a public school where. They have to wear uniforms as it is part of the policy. And I understand that. I have read the policy. I understand the policy. I have read the legislation. I have read the legislation. However, if my son comes to school because with the wrong shoes on, dark blue shoes on instead of black shoes, I do not believe that they should be removing him from his classroom to change them. And so... On Tuesday, no, Wednesday, when I, he left that morning because we had an, a, a mini argument about him going to school. Like, he understood where I was coming from. We understand where he's coming from, but we can't reconcile it because the school wants him there and they're like, you can't leave, you're too young. And then they're making it hard once he's there. So the first thing he does when he walks in is he he hasn't been, he, he, he was technically wagging for a few days and has been ongoing for a couple of weeks now which is okay with us we're like we're su- trying to support him to try and figure out what he wants to do and he's gotten himself a little bit of a job to to help him with that so he was removed from class on Wednesday he got to school he got to school he they the first thing they said to him was change your shoes and he said no and I had written him a note and I said, do not change your shoes today. You tried to get the right shoes. You changed your pants. You wore the right uniform, but you could not find your other shoe. This is like, it, they cannot force you to do this. This is ridiculous. Do not change your shoe. They would not want to be forced to wear different people's shoes because that's weird and gross. You don't even want to put different people's shoes on at the shops. Like, it's weird. Don't, you don't change your shoe. If you don't want to, I'll support that. And being a public school, I thought maybe that that would be respected anyway. So it wasn't and um, he went into his next class, this first class of the day and the teachers, the teachers told him to leave and go and change his shoes in class. And so he opened up the door for Tosh and Tosh grabbed his bag and he left and he called me from the toilet saying, mum, they're trying to make me change my shoes. Like I didn't mean to have the wrong shoes. It just seems ridiculous that they're pulling me up for this all the time. This is the same school that once pulled him up for having faded navy shorts and made him wear the new navy shorts. And the, there's nothing wrong with the shorts. They were just a little bit faded as things get faded when you wear them. Mm-hmm. So this is the sort of thing that we're dealing with. 
And a lot of people don't have trouble following these things. And I don't have a tro- have problems with them having their policies. I understand that they have their policies the way that they have them. However, when you are pulling my student, my son, out of classes that he is already struggling in to change footwear, I have a problem with that. And then when I have told them he will especially not be when, changing his shoes. Especially when while that's happening in that same classroom, there are people are sitting Netflix. around on Netflix... When they're not meant to be having their phones. Yeah. Our son's been suspended for having his phone on him whilst... Other people have been texting me from the school. Whilst other people have been texting you about it. Other other students have been texting you. Yeah. Yeah. There are kids walking around in rainbow socks at this school. Yeah. There are kids that identify as furries at at this school. school. There is drugs being sold at this school. Anyway. But... They're not in. They're not behind in their work. They're not behind in their work, and they're not um, stand up for themselves kind of people. Maybe they are. Maybe they're just happy to play the game. Anyway, so my son was taken out of class, and I did not agree. And I think it's outrageous. Wait till recess. Wait till lunchtime. If it's so important, you cannot see his shoes at the desk. If they're dark blue or black, how? Like, if you were colorblind, you wouldn't even know. Anyway, so then Sean. So then I contacted the school and I said, my son will not be changing his shoes. And they said, oh, well, he did. And then they said he was happy to change his shoes. And then at the end of the day, we found out that there was three of them in the class, in this room, that told him he had to change his shoes because we're just doing our job and it's policy that you've got to change your clothes. So they forced him to change. And I was not happy with that because I feel like that is a form of intimidation. And when he told us that Tosh was happy to change his shoes, he told me he wasn't because he, what other choice did he have? And if you were surrounded by three adults in a room who were telling you, you need to change your shoes, this is important for your education. This is our school. This is our school. This is our policy. Um, Then I just have a problem with that. That's an intimidation tactic and it's just not on. My question is, okay, two things. If I wanted my kid to be pulled up for the types of clothes they were wearing at school, I would pay an extra $10,000 a year to have that privilege. Yeah. Because you're paying for them to enforce that. Yeah. Also, no, I can't remember. You can't remember? So. Mm, No, sorry. I was going to say. Also, right now, with huge portions, huge portions, with portions of the world in complete, like, unrest. Yeah. Like, buildings being looted, burnt down, all because people are tired of being persecuted for the way that they look. Mm-hmm. Is now that is now the time to to crack down on the way way people sh- look like for for one day where he's just forgotten his shoe that day, mm-hmm. like I just am like baffled by the the and so I contacted the school, I emailed the principal and I sent her a big letter saying stating that I, you know I understand you have these policies I have read them I but here's the research to back my I'm backing myself up with research here and you are ignoring the research you're an educational institution yet you're ignoring the research so what's that tells, the research what's the research so from what I found and I'm happy to be told wrong I'm wrong by anyone who's also researched this so I have I so after that instead of doing my uni work I researched um, the policies at play I researched how uniform policies impact students how imp- how that impacts the society where around it came them. from why they decided to do it yeah and so this has been so this is not an, our generation problem my gran had these problems back in the 1940s or mm-hmm. 50s or whatever 40s 
30s. Mm -hmm. She had the same problem in school. Then my mum had the same problem and to the point where my mum held a protest at the school at 13 years of age on her first like week of school. She never went back after mm -hmm. that. But she held a protest because she was being singled out for her uniform, but she was a foster kid. Mm -hmm. And she was like, how dare you? Mm -hmm. She never went back to school mm -hmm. after that. Mm -hmm. My grand too never went back to school after that. My son Tosh will also not be going back to school because of this. Mm. Because, And people might go, but this is such a small problem. This is a small problem. It's not a small problem. If you if you go out and think about all the policies that we have and, and, and legislations that we have in place across the world that are supposed to be protecting us. We are in a state of, we are in a, a, a time of history right now where we need to put a lot of thought into. So there's this huge debate at the moment about like unconscious um uh, unconscious developmental like racism you mm -hmm. know like unconscious racism the like the unconscious cultural racism the unconscious cultural racism that you do develop like because and, and people don't like the word racism because they're it's it's like pedophile you know mm -hmm. like it's it you it's it's horrific you know yeah um but in terms of like unconscious it's like It works even the same way, even if you're talking about people that are this that have the same skin complexion. Like mm. it's a it's it's a it's a tribal thing. Like we have issues not with other people of other cultures that have different skin colors. Whenever Neeks and I have an issue with somebody, we usually have an issue with somebody who is also white but has a cultural disagreement with us. Yes, which is fine, right? But there is a a a there is a pr a process within us all that we are struggling to come to grips with and that process is we are programmed to feel threatened by things that are other than us mm -hmm. that's yes. just that's that's in us yes. and so we have to work on that and we have to deal with that and so we have to be taking a super super close look at what we make power, yeah, what kinds of powers we actually give people, and and not just the types of powers that we give people, but the justifications behind those powers. Yeah. So the school has power, like a, 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 the in in Australia, the uh, um, what's it called? Education. The Department of not the Department of Education. The What's it called? The it's their, their policy, policy, their the whatever legislation, legislation right? which they claim they then they use as their policy. The idea behind they'll tell you things like when we it's a sign wearing the uniform is a sign of respect, respect. for where you go. It's a sign of respect, you mm. know. It's about respect and whatever. Um, and then off the back of that, you go well because it's a sign of respect when it is not being adhered to, then it is clearly. A sign of disrespect. disrespect. And we will stamp that out. Mm. And so purely for the out of the 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 attempt to achieve respect, we now have power to in the moment demand somebody change what they look like. Mm -hmm. Why do we want to live that way? Why would you want to give anyone that power? Over you. 
And this is the part that I struggled with, right? So we told our son not to change his shoes if he didn't want to. Like we wouldn't, we wouldn't tell him to go against it if he didn't want that to, right? Mm-hmm. And so if he didn't want to change his shoes again for the like 50th time this year because of whatever reason, we didn't have the money at the time for shoes. One, year, one time Sean actually gave Tosh his shoes and Sean had no shoes so that Tosh could wear the right shoes to school. It's, it's not a, for us, it's not a question of money. We don't have a lot of money, but we've got enough money that if... If I had to run out and get Tosh a new pair of shoes every second day, we could do that. It's not that we can't do that. Mm. That's not that's not the problem. But there it's are just that can't. it's just that why are you valuing the this, shoes? you know? And so then you also get told things like well, the other reason we do that is because, you know, there there are some places that have that have experimented with with um, relaxing on the uniform, and we found that you know some kids can afford the cool clothes, and the other kids can't afford the cool clothes, and mm-hmm. you know we don't want there to be a, a an, an economic gap between the students. We don't want people to get singled out and picked out because you know kids can be kids. You know they can they can be pretty oh, horrible. They cool. can single each other out, and you're absolutely. Correct. You're absolutely correct about that. When I was in school, uh, there were kids in my school that got picked on from not being able to wear the same brands as everybody else. We knew who those kids were and they did get singled out for being poor and they were teased for it. And the brand that they couldn't afford to wear was the school uniform. Which was me. That was me. The uniform. Yep. That was me. I never had the right uniform. So whether it's uniform or whether people are comparing like 90s kid Air Jordans or yeah. Yeezys. Or your Aero Sports. Whether it's, <laughs> whether it's comparison of, of the uniform someone's wearing or, or their casual clothes, they don't worry. Those kids are going to know who it is. And Kids are going to pick on whoever they want regardless of who they're bloody picking on. They're not going to pick on you just solely because you're not wearing the school. Well, no, they if are. If the legislation is worried about the unfortunate being picked on from not being able to follow the herd, then maybe the legislation should stop picking on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should, but they won't. So my my the weirdest part about this whole thing is, right, and I'm going to talk about this as well. So I was upset because I had told Tosh, if you don't want to, you don't have to. And then I called the school and I said, he will not, and well, Sean called the school and said, he will not be changing his shoes today. There is nothing wrong with the shoes he got. He, they are safe, they are comfortable, and they are protective. There is nothing wrong with them. Mm-hmm. And they definitely don't stand out but anywhere the, near as much as the girls in the school with ribbons in their hair or rainbow socks on their feet. Or the teacher's high heel shoes. Anyway, mm-hmm. so. And then the, t- they, the teachers won't wear the uniform. Teachers don't wear the uniform. Mm. But lead by example, right? But it's a sign of respect. Sign of respect. Why aren't you wearing the fucking uniform? Yeah. Anyway. I respect Big W. Shouldn't I put their shirt on when I, so when I enter? My, my uncomfort and my discomfort here sits with the fact that they overro- overrode my parenting. My, it's, but it's not your school. It's not my school. But they think they have their best, the, my son's best interests at heart. And they come into my world and tell me I'm doing it wrong. And I'm like... You cannot override my parenting. That is my son and he has respect for me and he mm-hmm. does he does not have to change his shoes mm. if he does not want to. That yeah. the fact that somebody three people in a room overrode my parenting mm-hmm. is bizarre. And I'm like, no. Now, no, 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 no. 
this may sound sketchy and it may sound like I'm making a racial debate. That's not that's not where I'm going with me. So stick with me before oh, before you cancel me. All right. Oh Jesus. When I was working in schools, there were Indigenous kids that I worked with and the rules were totally different for them. Mm-hmm. Totally different for them. There were things, there were people that were allowed on the campus to come and see them that didn't have to follow the same sorts of rules that I I, I did. Like if I was a visitor at the school, I'd have to sign in and do all this stuff and yeah. whatever. Um, and so... Uh, loosely, these kids that I was working with, they had a elder from their community who would come on and his name was like, they, they call him Pop or something like yeah. that. Uh, and he'd come in and sort of sort them out. Like we weren't allowed to like D- discipline, discipline them, them at all. Yeah. Out of respect for, for culture. cultural difference. Yeah. Right. So we can do it. Mm. So I'm not saying. So some people will say and stuff like that do? and be like, "He'd come onto campus." Well, what about them indigenous? Them indigenous kids should get the same rules as us. And it's like, no, actually, we should apply the same empathy we're applying to them to the rest of the kids. And he would come onto the school campus and smack him in the head in front of everyone. Yeah. And so it's like I'm not even smacking my kid in the head. Yeah. I just won't want him to have to go like. Wait till recess. Mm-hmm. Wait till lunch if it's so important. If it's so important, have someone at the door where the kids come in and check their shoes before they go to class if it is that important. Mm. And if it is so important to you, then why are you not too following the, the same policy? Because mm-hmm. to me, as a parent, I understand that t- we cannot tell our kids how to be. We cannot tell them how to behave mm. and we cannot tell them how to respect people, but we can show them. And we show them that in our own behaviours. They are trying to teach our kids that wearing a uniform is respect while teetering around in fucking high heels and their earrings on and carrying on like they're the hoity-toity status of the school. And I'm just like, no. There's a difference. And look, some people, some some students, some some parents, some students, some families, they love the whole thing. They love the whole thing. They love the uniform. They love the good. structure. They love the education. They love like that's them. They're, they're, that, that's they're dialed in. That's cool. No worries. It does not align with my values or morals of what I want to teach my kids. No problems, right? But I would say most of them. So I was a kid. So I never adhered to the uniform policy, but I never stood up to authority, mm. right? So I, I would never, if a teacher said, you do this, I would never say, no. why? Like when Mr. Mr. Such and Such said to me, you need to do up your top button. And I said, well, you better stop looking. Yeah. Yeah. I was 14. Yeah. So I never had the balls to say, why should I do that? Mm. Because I feared authority. Yeah. I, I feared them because they would be able to tell my parents who would then get annoyed at me and be disappointed or whatever. And then I feared that yeah. because I was sensitive and, and I needed approval. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, But our kids don't fear us. Well, so there were other <laughs> kids that I went to school with that... Um, that so I'd be sitting right next to a kid who would get picked on for the way he looked. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't be dressed any worse than me or violating the uniform any worse than I was, but he'd get picked pulled up. out of class and pulled up and whatever. You know why? Because when they asked him to do something, he'd say, why? Yeah. And so because I didn't challenge them at all, because I didn't challenge authority mm-hmm. and like, look, look at the, I'm not, I'm not anti-authority. No. I'm not anti-authority. I'm anti-bad ideas. 
and authority sometimes are mandated to carry out bad, bad ideas. ideas. And so you stand. You, it's not about pushing back on authority or dismantling authority or trying to remove the police system or anything like that. It's about it's about dismantling the shitty ideas that that authority has, has to, to adhere to. Yeah, yeah, has to play out. Right, old fashioned. Just because it's policy doesn't mean it's right. Yeah, and so. Uh, we have this we we have this weird mixture of generations that were raised in different ways that have different ideas about respect it's it's very it can be very one-sided sometimes respect is i say it and you do it and 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 and, and furthermore an extension of that respect is is i say it you do it you don't ask me to do anything yeah. you don't question me you don't ask me you or whatever i've been around longer that's i know the, more i pay the bills that's, blah, 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 that's, the old, blah, blah. that's the old fashioned um children must be seen and not heard thing yeah you know that's where i like that was the era i was raised in the 90s it's it, like a do not children do not speak up because adults know best and yeah. i don't think they always do who is here is it the truancy police i said i can't remember Oh. Distracted. Oh, sorry. Do you want me to tell you about the research that I found? Mm. So I couldn't find heaps of stuff, um, but I was really only looking stuff to back my position on this. Um, so if you have different research, feel free to share it with me because I would like to read it. But from the research that I found about school policy and how school uniforms and, in, and, and enforcing school uniforms on students benefits them, I wanted to know what is their purpose? How, where are you going? All right. Um, so what I found is, yes, school uniforms do encourage community feel and vibe. It also improves outsider perceptions. It improves teacher perceptions and it sometimes improves student perceptions depending on the child. What it does not do, what it does not do is does not perform um, improve the student's academic um, performance. It does not improve their um, behaviour. It is like these, there is zero evidence to say that it improves behavior, academics, and something else. There's one more thing that I can't quite remember. Attendance. Attendance does not improve those three areas. And as a parent, those are the three areas I care about. I do not care about how my community perceives the school. If, the, if one of the kids in that school wasn't wearing the right shoes, I wouldn't care. Well, Maybe terms, someone else would. In terms of would. our kids, so our, 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 um, our oldest yeah. has had perfect attendance. His whole life, yeah, perfect. not a not a hasn't no behavioral really, problems, no no real behavioral problems, like nothing nothing more than what I did, and I didn't get up to too much, you know. They're like, always saying he's likable. He's, yeah, they all like him. Apparently. Anyway, his attendance is dropping off, and his attendance drops off when he he gets up, he dresses himself, he's about to walk out the door, and he realizes I just can't find that one Shoot. sock, and yeah. now he doesn't want to go. Um, I would rather not go. That's right. Even though I've gotten myself ready, I'm ready to go. I'd rather not go. Yeah. So that morning, the morning that we sent him that this this is just like, and it seems like a small deal, but because I've been dealing with this since I was a kid, since um, he started high school and it was never a problem until mm. then. Primary mm -hmm. school, they let them wear whatever shoes they want. When mm -hmm. I was in high school, you could wear whatever shoes you want. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no but one checked he, our shoes. No one checked our shoes. No one cares. About your fucking shoes. Anyway, so then you, then, so that morning. If the whole fate of the world yeah. rested on one kid's shoes, we're then fucked. we're pretty fucked, really, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like it's really going to ruin your reputation. Anyway, so like that morning, he didn't want to go. 
and I we we talked to him and we were like, look, man, we've got to play their game. We've got to do it. We're, mm-hmm. we're trying to do the right thing by you. We're trying to do the right thing by them, even though it feels uncomfortable to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we got him to he, – he went and got dressed. And then right before he left that morning, he was going to get a lift with you. But then he realized the blue shorts he had on had a tiny little Nike tick on them. And he's been pulled up for the tiny little Nike tick on there because – this isn't a Nike school. And then he turned around and said, no, it's your brand, isn't it? And when he challenges her on her brand, which is the school, mm. because those shirts are $40. Those Nike those shorts Ni- those Nike cost shorts about they- $15. Yeah, yeah. The same ones from school, 40. 35 40 <laughs> Yeah. 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 And so, so, he, so hmm. then he was running late. So he wanted to lift with Sean, but then he realized his shorts were wrong. So he went and changed, said, I'll walk to school. I've got to change my pants because I know I'm going to get in trouble. Then he realized, shit, I don't have the right shoes. Oh, no, blah, blah, blah. So he and then he left without saying goodbye to us that morning because we'd have had this little discussion that got a little bit frustrated and we were all feeling frustrated about the situation. So getting him there in the first place was success for us. We were mm. proud of him when he left. We were like, I'm glad he went. I'm glad he just he just knew what he had to do and he just did it. And he just went. And then that's what happens when he gets there. Not a, hey, Tosh, welcome back. Let's get you sorted. Not a, hey, Tosh, how can I support you today? Hey, Tosh, could you not wear those shoes tomorrow? Mm. Hey, Tosh, can you call your mum to bring you, I'm trying to find your other shoe. It's just, Tosh, go to the office, change your shoes. Mm. And I'm like, this is not where you should be focusing. And I said that in the email to the principal. It is, I do not know how much you have to do with my child's education. I don't know if you know, but he has got a great attendance rate. He's not always doing the work, but he's always there and that's enough for us. Mm. But this is what you're picking on him for? Mm. This is your policy? How is this inclusive? And, when, and part of their policy is to not remove the child from the educational program due to their uniform. Yet they keep doing it. Mm. So I'm not very happy. Not to everyone. Just him. Well, not just him, just the kids that don't. So, but they will tell you black till they're black and blue. This is personal. We like him. He's a great student. And it's like, why? Why are you pulling him up for? We also know in research that an education is only as valuable as the environment that a kid lives in. Mm -hmm. All right. So it doesn't matter how good the education is. Doesn't matter how good quality the education is. What they have available the tools the equipment the 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 curriculum whatever it doesn't matter how good it is if your life at home sucks then your matter. education only really can do so, so much. much depending on the individual sometimes sometimes you just get a little fighter and they they just know they they love it and mm-hmm. they push through and whatever with great difficulty with great difficulty yeah right um and so like Education, especially in, especially now, especially in 2020, especially right now in this, like in this expanding, growing gig economy. So I'm not saying that everybody has to go out and become an entrepreneur, but it turns out that even in some of our traditional professions, if you want to work in those fields, you kind of got to go out and be an entrepreneur now. Um, And I remember a little while ago, Jordan Peterson was on question time. And he was, I don't, I, I don't know what her name is. I haven't been paying really any attention to who is who in any of the political parties, except for the names that you hear slashed around that mm-hmm. are the same names that you've been hearing slashed around since I was in high school, Yeah, like Pauline Hanson. Um, 
Question time, Jordan Peterson. Question time, Jordan Peterson. So he's on question time. And I can't remember exactly what they were talking about, but he goes, okay, well, let's talk about bricklaying as a profession. And this high up woman from the Labour Party sitting next to him goes, (laughs) okay, yeah, um, bricklaying, like smirked and sniggered at the profession of bricklaying because... Why do we care about what's happening to the bricklayers? And Jordan Peterson was kind of like, that's why. Because who do you think put this building together? together. Who do you think wired it up? Who do you think, like, in, in a lot of cases, kids that left school before, before they were meant they were to sometimes, <laughs> you know, who are making more money than you. Yeah. Like, not only are they building and making the things that you're sitting in and taking for granted operate in the first place, they then capitalize off that and build incredible places for themselves. Yeah. Um, uh, and some of these people are people that went to school and because for whatever reason, because they, because they wanted more of an explanation of, to, uh, uh, of why are we doing this as opposed to because you have to and it's due on Friday. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but why? <laughs> why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, but you can't always like, yeah, you can't always like, you're not always going to be able to work with people that you like and sometimes people are going to ask you to do things and you're not really going to like who they are. I guess so. And I guess if you can um, find a resolution within yourself as to why there is a legitimate reason for you to still follow that person's mm. directions, then maybe you can bring yourself to do it. But I'm, I'm not going to, I wouldn't allow myself and I wouldn't encourage anybody else to uh, just like complacently sit back in a situation that isn't good for them, that to, to carry on doing things, they don't understand why they're doing and them. And having no one in that position explain it to them properly and be like and then the thing is is that they don't understand why their own legislation and policy is in place my kids come home with these like homework books and stuff they don't even know what they're for you know and um they don't come home with any like information on like how we're meant to use them and so then you assume that like these are things that the kids have been uh, allegedly sitting in class learning and blah 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 and then you go home and do this with your parents sort of thing or whatever and no nothing they they don't understand what they're what they're doing that for so then we read with them instead so we do writing and stuff instead with them and then then we'll get communication back from them saying like oh you know like they could really like be like doing better here and it's like they're reading for an hour a night on their own are you insane yeah yeah so so one of our children um is is learning to read and has been for two years now and it's been of most recently that she's just accelerated like we went back from corona she jumped up a few levels in school in class and we were like good for you like this is awesome and then over the last probably two three weeks she's gained a lot of confidence and been starting to read to us a lot and Mm -hmm. with confidence and she's like trying to read words and she's actually reading quite well Mm -hmm. and you and i have been talking about it and we're like so proud and then Mm -hmm. we're telling her how proud we are Mm -hmm. then i get a message last night and so all of the progress that they're making that we see them making just in three days three days of in in three days of effort of sitting down with um my daughter and reading with her for just 20 minutes a night in those three days i've seen her like pick up speed in her reading pick up like autonomy in the way she sounds words out like the whole process is speeding up because i 
paid a little bit of attention to her, but she spends hours and hours and hours at school. Yeah. And, and then they send us home with word books to do. And I'm like, why aren't you doing it with her there at school then? That's why I'm sending her but, there. But then they're criticised. <laughs> they're criticised for, for it's really weird. It's really weird. It's so good. There is a mandated, like, curriculum. You but know, none of so, them can meet it. But, <laughs> like, I guess one of the closest examples to, like, being in the classroom that I can kind of really think of is, like, is, is kind of like call center work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you have, like, call center KPI, you know. And so you've got all these, like, key performance indicators. And the kids kind of have them too. Mm. But if you don't, if you can't, like if you can't keep up with what they expect you to do, then like human resources will sit there and counsel you and they'll try and teach you and you need more training, whatever. And then eventually they'll just, if you can't get it, they'll let you go because they expect a, a minimum out of you. Right. And they kind of, I guess at the schools expect a minimum out of you as well, but it's not enforced. You can't like, there's no, there's no enforced standard. There's no, so the teachers, have a curriculum that they have to get out there. And yes, they are assessed on how well that curriculum is going out and what percentage of their class is doing what and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, and whatever. Um, go on. No, nah, I wasn't saying anything. I was listening. Ah. Did you just drop it and then you were like, oh, no, I lost it. Yeah. And you were like, pass it on. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I wasn't ready to catch you. Uh. But having, uh, what were you talking about? That there's no, it's it's really weird that yeah, we right. have the, that we have these mandated requirements. So we can't we like you a teacher can't get annoyed at a kid for not doing good enough, but right? They but they'll get the annoyed parents. at them for for their 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 shoes. They'll crack down like it, it's just a weird. Yeah. So setup. so so the so I got a, t- a message last night and it wasn't. Uh, it's probably meant to sound nicer than it did. Um, and I was just asking about something completely unrelated to my do- my daughter's learning, right? G'day, Simon. So in this message, it said she really needs to be reading every night. She really needs to be doing that and Mm. doing her words. And I was like, why isn't she doing... First of all, I sent her to school for six hours a day. Why isn't she doing these words in school? If this is so important to her learning, why isn't she doing it in school? Because Mm. that's why I send her there. So I might as well just keep her home and learn here with me, Mm -hmm. right? And then she's, but but Sean and I, until last night, had been talking about the progress she had made and being so proud and talking to her about how proud we were. Yet I get a message telling me that she's the same not, night. the same night, a message telling, saying she's not quite up to the scratch sort of thing. And then I was like, by whose, by whose ruling? For what purpose? She's going to be able to read by the time she's 15. When she's 15, she will have be at the same reading level as me. For what purpose of what <laughs> timeline? So... Basically, it should be when you're in year 10, you should be able to write an essay. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah, but what for? What for? Yeah. Not everybody. The uni. The, 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 the people. So here's what it does. It devalues people. In the same way, and, and so this is where, because I may have gotten a little bit upset oh with the school coordinator and I may have asked him, Hey man, with everything that's going on in the world right now, where do you think you are? Do you think you're gasping for air or do you think you've got your knee on the back of someone's neck with your hand in your pocket? You did say that. Yeah. It was brutal. Right? Because we're talking about abuse of power. And so... But he kept throwing in in your face. He kept going, oh, that's ridiculous. And I'm like, if you can't see a connection between this, 
and greater world. And I didn't want to do the whole like, if you can't see that, then you're part of the problem. But I was like, if you can't see a connection in this, then you need to meditate on this a little longer. Think about it longer. Put more thought into this. Um, and so it's kids hey, are being devalued for not being academically oriented. Yep. Not everybody is academically oriented. Not everybody has the genetics to be academically oriented. Boy. And that doesn't mean that they're less valuable than the people that ah. are academically oriented. Because as I said, some of them literally are the reason the lights go on, right? So then they go to school. So when Tosh was four, he went to kindergarten and the kindergarten teacher sat down with us and said, <laughs> Tosh has an identity problem. Oh, does he? Why is that? Well, when I try to get him to do colouring in, he's not really interested in it. Why is that? Well, he just can't really see the point in why we're doing it. It's been this way all the way long. Well, why are they doing it? Uh, the reason they do colouring and stuff like that is to build up and develop like hand-eye coordination skills, fine motor skills, etc. The drawing is the stepping stone to handwriting. Mm-hmm. Totally different argument. Like handwriting may be completely redundant now anyway. <laughs> like environmentally, why are we writing on bits of paper and then throwing them the away trees. or recycling them or whatever? Do we need to do that? We are developing we as a as a as a civilization. We're developing towards clean energy. Like, and when they go to high school, they need iPads and laptops. Exactly right. That you have to fork out the money out for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So these kids are being devalued. They're being taught that like that they are less than because they're not excited by the process of eventually one day being able to write an essay, which for some people, we need them to be able to do that. I need to input here, right? I, I, as many of you know, had a traumatic childhood. School was not my strong point at all. I've actually failed high school um, quite excessively. I was put up for uniform all the time. I was targeted and bullied, blah, 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 all that shit. I was not an academic at all. And when I turned 30, I started going to uni. And now I'm doing second year psychological statistics. I don't even know my eight times tables. I don't know my nine times tables. I don't know my 12 times tables. I don't know my four times tables. I also don't really know my three times tables. Yet I'm doing statistics in psych. Yet they're telling me in Are you meetings. Failing? I'm actually doing really well. I'm a distinction oh, average student. That's interesting it because. Is, because that, remember that teacher telling us that. He needs his SACE. It's very important he gets his SACE. Statistically, if he doesn't finish school, his chances of being better at the world are, are, are lowered, whatever, statistically. And I was like, bullshit, right to his face. <laughs> bullshit. Because I am doing just fine. And this is how my son knows he's going to be just fine because he watched his mother go from being a single mum as a teenager into this woman who got her shit together and went to uni with a failed school diploma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and do I see not them trying. <laughs> the school school has changed. Education has changed a little bit. Hey, Emily, school has changed. Education has changed a little bit. There, there are more options. There are more things you can study. There are more avenues of interest. There are vocational programs where you can then go out and get trades and things like that. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't remember where I was going with that either. I can't either. But 
I, the thing I wanted to make a point of here, and this is where I've been feeling the most frustration, I have always struggled with a lot of the legislation systems, blah, 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 blah. I've always been a little bit out of the box and I don't know why. And I think it's, I'm, a, I'm my mum was protesting uniform at 13 and sit, having sitting school protests, you know, like she, you know, my, my gran was picked on for uniform. So I think there's like this this line of resisting the, the, the real world. And I grew up in a very unconservative home where uniform wasn't valued and the values and morals were very different and a bit skewed with at times. Mm. Um, and so I thought that when I grew up that I would want to be like everyone else. Mm -hmm. And so I was, and I've always felt lost until I like used psychedelics to get my shit together. Mm. I always felt really lost in myself and I was just trying to make myself be like everyone else. Mm. And now I'm living in this comfortable life. My kids go to public school. My husband has a job. I'm doing university just like everyone else. Yet there's this horrible discomfort because I'm so comfortable in this little world I've created. There is nothing wrong with the world I've created. We have friends. We have family. We have support. We have um, passions. We have love. We have like everything I could have imagined as a 17, 15, 17-year-old girl for my life. I have now. Yet there are these systems that come in and try to make me feel bad for the way that my world is bad for allowing children to Follow define their. their own values within a culture that is full of disparate of of of, of a array of values. Yeah, and so I do feel I feel I feel defensive and I feel attacked when people are like, mm, I don't agree, and I'm like, No, that's okay. You don't have to agree. I'm not asking you to agree. I just don't want you to try and push well, your beliefs other, other on parent, me. Other parents jump on. Other parents and go, well, well, I think the uniform's great, and I think it is a sign of respect, and you could go to a different school. And, and it's, it's like, like my should my child should not have to change because a policy doesn't fit him in it. This, this is, is the public is school program. System. It's the public school program. It's zoned. Yeah. There's only so many choices. Yeah. And uh, the other choice isn't great. They're worse. Well, <laughs> we unfortunately have found ourselves right in the middle of a zoning conflict where we actually have uh, these educational institutions set up as political organizations. They're political organizations. So even though so that's where I was going down with a line of like, yeah, they have like now you couldn't do psychology or, or study law in year 10 when I was at school, but you can now, you know, you can go and do these, all these other things and mm -hmm. interests and whatever, but they're still academically minded. It's still part of the academic pathway of like, well, now you've got a foot in the door for like first year psych or first year law or yeah. first year legal studies or, or whatever. Right. But there still is this connotation and it comes from, it comes from our legislators and I've seen them sit on the bench go, <laughs> are we really worried about, bricklayers <laughs> right so when you completely devalue people like that what you're actually telling people what you're actually educating is not how to think what to think not how, how to, to find your value what to value mm -hmm. and by doing that you are making a distinction when you are educating people what to think and what to value you're also telling them what yeah. not to think and what not to value and who not to value. Yep. And they're usually doing it to that person specifically. And the uniform, which is meant to be about harmony and respect, it's is causing problems. A tool that gets used by teachers who can't negotiate with kids that are actually, unfortunately, maybe not academically, but definitely in life, 
a little smarter than the other ones. <laughs> when a kid says, why would I do that? Maybe that's not always defiant. Maybe, Maybe that's genuine. a valid question. That is a valid question. Why? Why do my shoes have to match everyone else's? <laughs> and if you can only answer that question by being forceful, yeah. then or, it's or not an answer. Your, that's not an answer. It's the policy. That's not an answer. Yeah. Policy is not the answer. Policy is how is how black people get shot in the back. Yeah. Policy is how again, there are people will give yeah. leeway. People will give leeway if they want to. People will give leeway if they feel like they have to, right? Yeah. But not if they don't want to. Yeah. Which is why we're going to be homeschooling our children. Yeah. So I originally said to this guy, I was like, you've got a choice. I was like, because I was you was he, so I've never seen up. Sean so angry. You were shaking. You were so angry. Yeah. You were furious. I got way angrier than I needed to get. I didn't say anything yeah, that I regret. The teacher told Tosh and Layla after. Yeah. Just talk to your stepdad. <laughs> he told Tosh that I had good points. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't tell me that. No, he didn't. Nah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I even said to him, I got a little cocky. I was like, you're going to be laying there tonight. I bet he Rethinking was, these conversations that we had. And I think you're going to find that the more you think about it and the more you go down these corridors, that you're going to find it harder to feel like you actually said things in response to me today that made any sense, no sense. or actually were even an answer to any of the things yeah. that I was talking about. So then I was like, I'm changing shit. I'm starting a movement. I, I was like, I'm was, gonna, I will pied piper this shit, man. Uh, you've got a choice. Oh yeah, because he was like, "Well, your kid's leaving school soon, so you don't need to worry about it." I said, "No, I no, I do need to worry about it because I've got two other kids in the education system soon." And he goes, "Well, th maybe they can go to a different high school." And I said, "Nah, they're going to go to your high school because by the time my kids get there, by the time I'm done with this, no one's going to wear <laughs> a school uniform ever again. So I'm going to give you the choice: Would you rather none of your students wear school uniform, or they do wear uniform, but all your staff also has to wear the uniform because a sign of respect." in education is if I wouldn't do it, why would why I ask them you to, to do it? Yeah. So then I was all excited. I was going to originally come on here because this all blew up two days ago. So I've had two and days to think about yeah. this. I was going to come on here. I was going to rally you all up. I was going to set a date. I was going to try and get the entire country parents because heaps of parents since we started talking about this in our little personal circles or smaller circles have jumped in and said like, same thing for me when I was a kid. Other parents have said things like, um, well, they if they want my daughter to wear a certain pair of socks, which I actually have bought and I've bought numerous pairs of, then they can come to my house and find them yep. for us. <laughs> right? So then I was like, okay, fine. I'm going to get the... I'm going to get the parents on my side. I'm going to get the kids on my side. We're all going to protest. They can't suspend everybody in the state or the country. And we're going to like just, just not were, do it. You were thinking big deals. I was thinking big deals. And then I thought about that for a little while longer. And I realized that's not the way to go. It's not the way to go. And one of the things that made me realize that was when not many, was when other parents started speaking out in support of the uniform policy. And then I realized that uh, at first I thought I was taking on the machine, yeah. but there are people on my side of the fence, in the parents' field, Who that are all for it. Yeah. And I think they're wrong. 
<laughs> but they That's think okay. I'm wrong. Yeah. And the thing that we are upset about is people are trying to force us and our children to look and live a certain way. Yeah. And so my retaliation to that was, was wait until you see how much I change all the ways you guys all have to fucking live. Yeah. And then I realized that makes me just as bad. And then I also realized that I live in a country, fortunately, where I do have options and I do have choices. And if none of the schools in my area, which are part of a public system that is meant to be accessible by everyone, is going to be open to the idea that, like, why are we still trying to make everyone the same? Why are we still trying to make everyone uniform? Because conformity is respect. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. It's fear. So do you want to know something that's really interesting? So yesterday... So I'm, I'm not doing that. You're not doing that. I'm not changing the way everybody else is going to live. Change how we live. Yeah. I like that better. Um, because I don't really care. Like, you do what you want to do. That's fine. But I will deal with my injustices here. And then I'll be very vocal about them and then try and get you to not criticize me too much for it. Um, one of, I, So I, yesterday I went and joined a bunch of homeschool Facebook groups um, because I really don't know where to start. Because there's a process that you have to go through to get the, the child from, exempt from school. So they're still enrolled at the school, but then they're exempt for home learning. But the comments that a lot of the people have made on, the, um, on some of the posts, so there's a lot of people in there asking similar questions to me. And if anyone's interested, there's a group called Homeschool Australia who's got a lot of information on there and a lot of people with the same problems. A lot of people have um, their kids home because they really do have disabilities and they can't be part of that system and they wish they could, but they couldn't. Mm -hmm. um, but then there's just families like us who just, it doesn't align with their values and morals. One of the common themes is that they get the, the so these, these parents are setting up their own curriculums based off of roughly the curriculum that they need to have, right? And they're finding that their kids don't know none of it because they can't learn in that environment and they haven't learned. So the teachers are going through this curriculum, sure, but the kids aren't getting it. And so these parents are realising they're not learning at school at all. Yeah, so there has been a lot of conversation over the years about uh, between different generations, the older generations looking down at the younger yes. generation and they're talking about the quality of education and the quality output and the, the performance of, of children across schools and stuff and it's, it, it is dipping yeah. Oh, yeah. Kids are doing got, worse educationally a, than they used to. I've got a friend who's like, my kid's not even doing any work at high school. Same, right. Same school. Now, so kids used to perform better in school than they do now. Apparently. They could write better. They could read better yeah. than they do now. Yeah. Also, the further back you go, schools could be more militant. You could literally whip someone in the back for not writing, you know. Maybe they should go back to that. Not enough smacks. Not enough smacks. Not enough smacks. Someone shared a thing the other day and they were, showed a picture of like the rioting in New York and stuff and they were like, Remember those kids we didn't smack when they were younger? They're adults now. And so then I shared them a picture of riots from the 70s about baseball. And I was like, well, these ones, the ones you shared are rioting about criminal injustice. Yeah. The one that I just shared is 30 years prior. And I'm pretty sure those kids were smacked. <laughs> yeah. And look at them go. They're upset about baseball. Um, I have to go do a wee and then we'll have to change topics because we've got some important things to talk about. Okay. I just wanted to follow on something that Simon said. He was saying that um, that the learning environment or the institution, educational, mainstream educational institution uh, means that the mold used to train the herd reflects the person's intelligence and individuality. It just moved. I've lost it. I'm sorry. 
intelligent individuality and the mold that is used can crush a person's natural creativity making them feel something is wrong with them exactly who who are some of the people that we celebrate most out of history are they the ones that followed the herd or do we celebrate the people that innovated within the herd some people are not here to follow the program. Some people are here to advance the program. And when you criticize them for not following the program, you are holding back the development of that program for everybody else. You're stopping babies from taking their first steps because you thought they were meant to crawl first because that's what everybody else did. But some babies don't crawl. Some of them just stand up and eventually they start walking. And so we, in some cases, like it took me 30 years to build up the courage to say, why should I do that? Took me 30 years to work that fear out of my life of standing up for myself and actually asking like, why do I actually have to do that? Some kids figure it out at 15. Some kids figure it out at five. And mm-hmm. then they get battled against because they're the questions. And this is a huge problem that goes way bigger than just the educational system. It's in politics. It's in, it's in art. It's in everything. Mm-hmm. It's, in, it's in our cultures. It's everywhere where asking questions is seen as a sign of disrespect. Asking difficult questions that maybe people don't have great answers for right now is seen as a sign of disrespect. It's like when you challenge a um, conspiracy theorist and you ask them questions and they call you to say that you're, you're asleep just part of it. asking questions yeah. and I'm like, hang on. Yeah. Wait. It's a it's a, just another form of paradigm lock. It's the same as being a heretic or, or, or a Nazi. Um, you know, like <laughs> if not agree with this equals that, but it's, hmm. it's way really more nuanced than that. Classes. I was just basically saying that the educational system, because it doesn't foster individuality or really innovation, mm-hmm. that you're... I, and I also said that, like, we celebrate people that 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 went against the herd. We celebrate people that saw Albert something Einstein. could be different and then made something better. We celebrate those people. And the reason we celebrate those people is because in order for them to be able to have the influence on the world that they had to, they had to be persecuted and judged and ridiculed and laughed at and told that they'll never be nothing and told mm-hmm. that if you don't hand this in by this date, this watercolour landscape, that you're never going to go and one day create <laughs> Apple computers. And, yeah, but Steve Jobs was a bit of a prick. Maybe he wouldn't have been such a prick if he didn't have to fight his entire life to do what he knew was worth his time before he was allowed to. Yes. Anyway, that's our stance. So we're looking into homeschooling now Um, and we will be doing it and I actually am really excited about it. I I was, I I felt very, I talked to my mum earlier because I was feeling really, I felt, I feel, I, I feel so uncomfortable with the fact that like that other people can come into your life and if you're doing fine and you're not hurting anyone and they can be like, nah, that's, I know what's better. I know what's better. So I will be homeschooling out. Well, we will be homeschooling our children over the, we'll be making the transition over the next couple of months, weeks, or however long it takes. Unless one of them doesn't want to. If one yeah. of them wants to put on a uniform, if one of them wants to wear the right shoes. Yeah, at if, any point. If, if that is one of my kids' 
values, I will not do the opposite thing no, that the right. teachers are doing and tell them not to value. It's not, it's not, I'm not anti-education. I'm just saying it's not for everybody mm. and it shouldn't have to be. It shouldn't need to be. In fact, society benefits from it not being for everyone. But unfortunately, if it's not for you, then you and your child then have to sit in the heat of, we're making a real big mistake here. Mm. This is going to be over. If my kid isn't on a career pathway, for the, isn't, on a, isn't on a pathway for the rest of their life by 19, it's all over. Yeah, it's so strange. And it just ain't. I didn't know anything about myself when I was 19. I didn't know anything about myself until yesterday. um so let's move on because we could talk about that for a really long time and you and i have been i actually had to like i've I've had a very horrible few days trying to sit and try to like make sure that whatever i was thinking about doing wasn't because i was being a brat and it was more about what i think is best and following my instincts and for so long people told have people have tell you to like if you've got a feeling or something to follow it, I'm going to do that. Hey, EJ. So next up, we're helping produce a show at the moment on Instagram. Are we? Are we? Are we? I wasn't, I wasn't going to say that. What were you going to say? I was going to go down a whole different, whole, whole different track. Well, why didn't you tell me prior? I just didn't know you were going to say that. We're helping with a show. Anyway. We what are. were you going to say? I was just Now gonna, you say what you were going to say. I was going to be a little bit tricky and I was oh, going to okay. be like, there's this thing we've been watching. We really like it. Oh, okay, go. Yeah. Okay, ready? Because I didn't want it to be all like, hey, there's this other thing we've been working on. Can you go support it? I was going to try and be a bit trickier than that, but okay. now I can't. Well, no, go on. Cat's out you of can the still do it. Okay. Because you can turn it into a clip. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Just forget ready? that that first bit happened. There's this show or there's actually this situation Where that's been unfolding <laughs> on Instagram that we've been... That we've that we've been oscillating around. Yeah, it's called group chat. Mm-hmm. It's on Instagram. It is basically Big Brother, but it's better than Big Brother because it's not in a house. Well, it's yeah, it's not contrived. It's so far not edited. It's <laughs> completely Raw. unedited. Long story short, some of you may remember this. From a few weeks ago. Yeah. You may have seen Emily poking around in the chat a little bit earlier. Her, she has a handle on Instagram called Emily Knows Everything. E-M-I-L-I-E Knows Everything. Um, and during Corona time, uh, so Emily is a is a, is a a online personality but also a stand-up comedian. Um, so she's been on the stand-up circuit for quite some time. I think she used to do like red carpet interviews and that sort of thing too. Mm-hmm. Uh, over in Americas, North Americas, she started a karaoke thing mm-hmm. because of quarantine. Because of the quarantine, um, and, and like because America's like lockdown is like way, way more, more severe than ours. Yeah, way more isolation. Like no point going than out. what we've had to put up with. Yeah, so they're going a little bit more stir crazy. Like she was, and like she's been filming. Like she's been her her place is in the middle of the first riots that started as well so mm-hmm. we watched that unfold from her instagram mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> i could actually it's been fascinating actually can you, you keep talking about okay. it okay so so yeah so she got bored and she added 20 20 people to a group chat 
20 people across the world who don't know each other. We weren't actually added to that group chat, but we came across it one day, the karaoke show. And Sean, I was in the shower and I could hear Sean singing a song in the backyard. backyard. I could just hear Sean singing random songs. And I was like, that's cute. He's singing to himself. Anyway, he (laughs) turns out he was doing karaoke for Mm. Emily Knows Everything. Yeah. And um, so we just been watching and... They do live videos all the time with their whole group. There's chats going on. There's all sorts of chaos, mm-hmm. but it's kind of beautiful because everyone in that group is so different, yet they all want to connect so badly that even though they're all arguing with each other at times, they can't leave each other alone. It's really interesting. They cannot get along with each other, but they cannot stay away from each other. Yeah. Uh, and Emily is kind of the the the, the the pin that's sort of holding it all together, you mm. know? So, like, Emily has a great Instagram game. When COVID and all the lockdown and stuff, stuff happened, in terms of stand-up comedians, uh, I would easily say, because I follow quite a number of comedians, mm-hmm. I, like stand-up comedy is like a, is a personal favorite interest of mine. I love it. I love that world. I love love them all. I, I listen to stand-up way more than I listen to music. <laughs> um, anyway, so I've been paying attention to the stand-up comedians and stuff. Obviously, they can't perform in clubs. You see people like Bert Kreischer and stuff who started doing innovative things like performing at drive-ins so people can sit in their cars and watch the performance mm-hmm. and if they like the jokes, they honk and whatever. Emily decided instead to just, uh, like, she works herself to the bone, man. Yeah. Just, she's just pumping out lives, pumping out lives, getting the party up, karaoke, like singing, hours on a phone. dancing, like just, just keeping it going, keeping it going, keeping people Happy. entertained, keeping people social, and then this social network just got Exploded. born out of it. I can play you this. You won't be able to hear it. In a movie, it's life. Can Amidst you show it? A pandemic. Months in isolation. Okay. 19 strangers from all over the world were put in a group chat hosted by Emily Knows Every. Oh, yeah. Stopped. Instagram TV. I don't have a makeup artist. They only communicate through messages, voice notes, and live streams. Yeah, I don't think we have romantic chemistry. They're restless, unemployed, and losing the mind. I don't give a fuck about your coloring book. You copied another guy's selfie. It's on cancer. It's a glitch in the app. You're gaslighting me. To find sanity, they karaoke Saturday nights. Oops, But the real drama comes after the show. Tell him, why don't you tell him the truth? No, motherfucking bitch. The problem is you. Jesus Christ. Love is blooming. She hit me on an emotional scale because I'm madly in love with Emily. What? That's love pretty heavy. There's a weird the love sexual cube. tension permeating between you two. What? This connection. <laughs> Some call it a cult. United we stand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm grateful. I'm very thankful and appreciated. Love for life. Others call it companionship. It's like the first thing I think about every day when I wake up. Um, you guys are my friends now. I'm just here for the hearts. Tune in each week. I 
am trying to get the zombies. I am the energy. I don't know why I'm crying. You're very mental right now. There's like so much fighting going on. It was like high school all over again. This is reality. That is group chat. Anyway, so that's group chat. That is the LOL crew. So they have a LOL chat. They're all in there. Um, they've got a number of different admins. People get shitty each other. They delete each other out of the group. They make new groups. We've got opposing groups. Like I got deleted from a group this morning. So did I. So did I. I'll be taking that up with them later. Uh-huh. There, is, <laughs> there are creative differences. There are romantic differences. And it all centers around at Emily Knows Everything. So please head to Instagram. Follow at Emily knows everything. E M I L I E knows everything. So you when's episode one going up? Uh, well, right. it's supposed to be out tomorrow. Yep. But Emily is bogged down with a lot of drama regarding the crew right now. Yes. And it is slowing the process, process down, down a little bit. You will see us appear in the show as well we are karaoke regulars i believe we're also going to be judging a comment uh, a a compliment battle tonight is that today is the compliment battle tonight anyway this stuff you can't schedule this stuff so they're turning it into an ongoing docuseries which is going to be released any moment now but you don't have to wait for this to be released this drama Mm. is playing out day after day and if you would like an inside seat to that, then go and follow Emily. Because of the way Instagram works, if Emily goes, whether she goes live and she has members of the LOL crew on, or whether other members of the LOL crew go live and she joins their live, every Always. time Emily goes live with these people, you will be aware of it. So go and follow Emily when you see that she's live. Get yeah. yourself a seat. And the weirdest part about that whole thing is, is that there was a guy in there who lives not far from us who's in the group. Yeah. And we were like, that's It's like a 30-minute drive from us. Insane stuff has happened in the, in this in, in this group already in the, just the last month. So I've just been – we weren't involved in this. We've just been watching from afar and then accidentally, like, fell in and now we can't get out. Yeah, we got his foot stuck. Um, in the sand. But things like like because they're all some of some of them are spread out all over America. We got dudes in some India. Some of them each other. Yeah, some in Australia, some in India. Like people from all over the all over the place. They'll be talking to somebody. They have a karaoke night or something. And uh, uh, next minute they're making out. No, who's the who's the cowboy? Oh, okay. his name's Coyote. Coyote, right? Coyote. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he says things. You're like, are you. You might get us all into trouble for that. What'd you say that for? <laughs> Don't sing that song. Um, he was live streaming with Emily or with the group or something. I can't remember what the theme of the day was. It might have just been karaoke. And he literally gets hit by a tornado. Yeah, and then he turns off and everyone thought he died. Everybody thought he died. And they're so all the crying. Inti- yeah, the whole group is like crying. They're freaking out. They can't hear from him. Then it turns out, he, I don't want to give too much of the, the show away, away, but he doesn't die but anyway no, <laughs> you just never know what's going to happen they're they're sending money to each other there's even supporting. controversy over like did 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 this guy drug that girl did he <laughs> or like is, there's all that, sorts does does did did the acid she take and the way she took it actually happen the way that they're saying it yeah. what really happened yeah. anyway 
Um, there's melodrama, there's divas, people are leaving the group, they're joining it back in. I can't it's get away from it. Yeah. It's like watching The Bold and the Beautiful. Yeah. But better. But it's real. But it's real. Real feelings, real hurt, yeah. no editing. Yeah, but the people behind it are real cool. Best really use like of Instagram Live it I've seen. Is. It actually got me really excited. I'm really, I've really, been really having a good time watching it all unfold and being a part of like the creative process behind it. Mm-hmm. And like, Emily's pretty cute. Emily's pretty cute, and she knows everything. And she knows everything. That's handy. Unlike you, who knows nothing. Who knows nothing. Which makes me concerned about us teaching our kids. School. Speaking about knowing nothing, one of our favorite comedians. Is in trouble. Went down. Yeah. So he, you know, I, I think I said something to you about his creepiness yonks ago. Mm-hmm. And that's when we ended up stalking him and finding the photos of him and his dad. Mm-hmm. So who is it? Chris Delia? Delia. Chris Delia. Chris Delia. Justin Bieber's favorite comedian. Yep. Has been um, ousted as a pedophile. And look, the evidence ain't good. It's not looking good for him. Mm. Um, And he has made a statement and he's come out and said that, like, I'm really sorry. I didn't do that, but I'm really sorry anyway. So he did some interesting things. I saw a clip the other day from a podcast that I don't know how long ago it came out, but I don't think it was that long ago. You know how um, Corey Feldman said that when he was growing up in Hollywood that he was passed around like a sex toy? Yeah. Is that a really insensitive way to say it? He said it, didn't he? Something like that. Yeah. I don't think he'd mind. That's not a direct quote. He don't put don't put my words in his mouth. Um, I don't think Corey minds. That was now we're getting inappropriate. Um, he said that he was going to uh, expose this pedophile ring within the Hollywood mm. circuit. Yes, that's which, right. Which I'd already heard about before. We all it's know just about that it. People like Corey Feldman and other kids and stuff have come out. And started saying like, yeah. And then you've got controversies from people like Brian Singer, the director mm-hmm. of X-Men. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the weird shit that went on with, um, fuck, what was his name? Uh, Spacey? Kevin Spacey? Oh, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. you got Weinstein. You've got, Epstein. you've got the Fox News stuff. you got like all through the entertainment industry. Like, it's quite like, obvious like, that there's a sex ring in there. There's, a, there's a sexual issue. Yeah. Don't think that means that the whole industry is like that. Mm-mm. Just in the same way that, like, yeah, there are there are people in political positions of power that live secret lives that are part of secret societies that do secret, screwed up, fucked up, disgusting things. Mm-hmm. I don't think that means that if you get a seat at the Congress table that you're instantly in that party. Mm-hmm. You know, there's got to be... This, I reckon there's got to be three camps. You're involved, you know about it, and you're not involved... Well, you just don't know about it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But you can still have the same jobs that they have. Mm-hmm. But depending on, it's kind of like, like in the same way that, in the same way, in the same way that they uh, organize and groom children, they kind of organize and groom peers. Mm. They test each other out. Yeah. When I was working for a guy that got ousted as a pedophile, there are conversations that he and I had that when I look back now, I realize he was feeling me out, mm-hmm. trying to find out, like, are you attracted to the kids we're looking after as well? Yeah. How do they know? Are you? How do they know? He was just sussing me out. He was just just, just saying things. Like he's already said things to me that as an employer were like really inappropriate. Like, yeah. you know. Um, anyway. Uh, yes. So 
So Chris D'Elia, people find it really weird because he portrayed a pedophile in two, two different, different shows. shows. But then he also had a huge rant in a podcast of his own, the Congratulations podcast, yeah, I think it's I think called, it's cool. where he was like, what? You think there's a secret organization of people within the Hollywood community that do creepy things with kids and there's a secret society and we're all in a secret club and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, that's "That's my world. I grew up in that world. His dad's a famous Hollywood director. He's like, that's my world. I grew up in that world. If you're saying that that's what that culture is like, then you're saying that's what I'm like. And it was just got a little too on the nose. Maybe if he hadn't done all that stuff, these people wouldn't have come forward. Yeah. But the, if he really is guilty of the things that he said that he's being accused of, and it sounds like he might be, mm. um, then maybe if he hadn't had the audacity to openly speak about things that he'd done and deny it, not just for the potential for himself to have mm-hmm. been doing these things, but denying that it happens at all, maybe that was a little too much. Too much. That's too sus. Yeah. But that just fascinates me about these guys, and this is what makes me think, well, yeah, he probably is a pedophile. <laughs> Look, I shouldn't make those sorts of claims, but I'm just going to go with what I know here. Who in their right mind knowingly is pursuing young girls and then goes and plays a pedophile. But not only that, they keep themselves in the spotlight. If I was a cretin, there is no way I'd be putting myself out there for fear of what the people who I had a convict who who I had hurt or taken advantage of would come for me. But that that's is his cockiness. That that's, is the corruption the of power. That yeah. is how yeah. power corrupts the powerful. That's right. Because you become so powerful that you actually think you can get away with that. You become so used to having a certain level of power that you do kneel on someone's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. So do we still get to laugh at his jokes? That's a weird one. Do we still get to laugh at his terrible, terrible, like the terrible things he says, knowing that they're probably true? I just don't think that you will. It depends on who you are. There's heaps of other comedians to listen to, right? If you... If you are a Crystalia denier, yep. then you're still going to laugh and enjoy his, his comedy jokes. because yeah. when you watch Crystalia, you don't believe that stuff they're saying about him. Like people say- I love Crystalia and I loved, loved. I, you know what I love? I love Crystalia because if he's... You're if, a sympathizer. No, I do love Crystalia. If he has done what he's done, he you. should be held accountable for that. But as a human being, I still love him. He's a human being with an affliction. And just because he has an affliction doesn't mean that he should be excused for his behavior because there are other people out there existing in the world with the same affliction that he has with the self-control and development to not act on it. And I have the utmost respect for no, who the fuck wants to be a pedophile, right? Yeah, it doesn't sound like a fun time. If you find out that you are one, and then you don't oh, act on that. You have my respect. You, you have my respect, my sympathy. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy shit, right? Yeah, but then you go and act on it, and that's next next level. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I have love for Crystalia as a human being, for compassion, with an for issue humanity. that for whatever reason he couldn't satiate without doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. But he has done the wrong thing. Yeah, that's right. 
All right, it is 11.29. If you would like a card reading, put your hearts in. I saw Red Wolf got in real early. Yeah, Good no. job, love. Congratulations on your thing. Sorry we haven't read a lot of the comments because we've been so like deep in, but we will have a look right before we go and answer any of the questions or comments in there. Or if you've got one, that a question or a comment, just add it in and we'll answer it. Okay. Or something, 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 something. Okay. 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 Do that so we now. don't cry. Yeah, look, we were, it was rough, wasn't it? You were so mean to me in the shower as well. Well, because you, you like... Gave, you gave me the worst face and I was like, your mouth does this thing when you're like annoyed at idiots. You've got this mouth thing and I was like, do not, you do not put me in that square. I am not that idiot you're doing that face at. That is not for me. You can get stuff. And I hopped out of the shower. Well, it's, I only reacted that way. Well, I was feeling uppity. <laughs> and you I like, was genuinely questioning you. You like, you like shut me down and then you did the, like a whole like... All right. And I was like, fuck you. Yeah, but you were way more mean about it than me. Yeah. Whatever. And then I was like, fuck you. I'm getting out of the shower. You've been a weirdo. <laughs> and then I started crying. I'm going to cancel you. I'm going to cancel you. You're going to get cancelled. I don't say things that are bad ever on this. Okay. <laughs> you got so much on me when we get a divorce, don't you? I think so. I think so. Yep. If look, if we get it, it's not a good idea. If we if we get a divorce, all of these things that I just like tolerate. Well, if we get a divorce, I won't tolerate them anymore. You're gonna hear you're gonna hear what they all are. I know. I'd be really <laughs> interested to know. Entirely unrelated to all of the conversation today. Do you guys have what bagged milk in Australia? I just recently found out that bagged milk is a thing in Canada. I have a friend in Canada. I can ask her about that, but I have never heard like milk in a bag. Nix has milk bags. One of them still has stuff come out of it. I think it's milk. It's milk. I hope it's milk. Yeah, it is. It's got to be milk. It was my breastfeeding boob. It was her favorite one and it's still stuff in it. <laughs> I should start feeding people for money. I'll be your first customer. You were my last customer. Yes. Yeah. If you just joined us, welcome to the Hey Moo podcast. We are up to our card reading section. Went, Look. Went so fast. It might not be magic. Card readings, tarot carding, tarot cardings, tarot cardings, spirit cards, angel cards. They might not be magic, mm-hmm. but they could be helpful. All right, Red Wolf. You've got your soul card wants you to know about some star bathing. Maybe you need to go stand out in your new patio of your new condo in the nude. Do some star bathing. This one's about light body, crystal grid transmission and activation. So I don't know if that means something to you, but it doesn't mean much to me right now. Let's turn, let's suss this card out. Okay, so this... Okay, it does actually make sense. Um, your action card for this is the golden children. This one's all about nurturing the inner child of yourself. Um, this is about innocence and rare gifts. Um, so you need to do some inner child stuff activating perhaps your inner child and getting in touch with that perhaps no nudes no nudes um <laughs> and treat the ch- inner child with tenderness um that's all i got for you so far you know um but you've got some rare gifts and one of the things like i've talked about my inner child stuff before we don't treat them with very much innocence and tenderness we blame them a lot oh my god i just don't feel like this is card appropriate <laughs> I feel like I need to get, like, dancing. The cards say, 
You're fantabulous. You're fantabulous. You pulled the fantabulous card. All right, Kira. I hope that helped. Um, I don't know, you know, sometimes it just doesn't flow as well for me as I want. I'm going to babysit my, my baby after this. Are you doing that? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm so excited. Sorry, kids. You do get excited. Yeah. Other people's kids are always way more. So our kids don't go back to school after today? I don't know. It's done? I don't know, man. I need to figure out what the process is. So I need to I need to apply first. I need to first I need to register, then I let the school know of my intentions. We have to have a serious talk to the children. All that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Alright, Kira. Kira sent me a message this week and it made me tear up. Oh really? Yep. Oh. I read it to you. It was really lovely. Um I've been I've been having some struggles. I had been having some struggles after Monday's podcast because I put so much of myself out there, especially in this podcast, that I get worried that I'm doing the wrong thing for myself and my family. But every time I open up a little bit, somebody gives me something back. And so after that podcast, I got a message from Kira telling me how much she loves the podcast and how much it has helped her and how much these card readings meant to her. And it just made me so happy and it made me feel like I was on the right path and so like you know I don't expect people to be filling up my cup all the time but if something means something to you tell the people because you don't know what it might mean to them Mm. right Mm -hmm. all right Kira this is a good one you've got earth school your soul wants you to know about earth school so this card's all about learning from your life lessons in order to have soul growth and maybe you need to take up some study maybe higher learning not necessarily uni or TAFE maybe it's a course that you're interested in and like maybe you've got an interest but you don't know how to step that next stage so maybe there's a little short course or something you could do Um, but you're also getting the action card which actually goes quite well with this is the void it's about stopping and embracing winter and getting ready to like cocoon yourself which is where you could do a lot of this so like like you could you could spend some time learning about something and it could be just yourself could be learning to meditate in a different way. Could be changing that energy that we talked about. Hope that helped. Okay, Brandon. Fabulous. Fantabulous. You're just embracing this song now. It's not the worst. I'm kind of used to it. Like you <laughs> sing it. You sing it well. Do I? Yeah. So I think I had a cold that day. Is that what's wrong with it? Mm-hmm. How's that? Those teenagers jumping on a trampoline. <laughs> the kids don't use it. The big kids Still do. Still young in the brain. Uh-huh. Hello, Harold James. Oh, Harold, you made it. Look, if you're listening to this on Spotify, you're re-watching us back on YouTube or something like that, and you're like, who the hell are they talking to? We actually do these live every Monday and Friday morning at 10 a.m. Ooh, mm-hmm. Australian mm-hmm. Central Standard Time. And then I try and upload them pretty much like right after that. So these come out in Australia every Monday and Friday, Mm -hmm. which might be Sunday and Thursday for some of you. Oh, Kyle found the soundtrack on Spotify. Yes. You went for some deep diving, did you, Kyle? So, so (laughs) Fantabulous and things like that, I can't really do a whole lot about those. But that soundtrack that you're talking about, the person that paid me to do that soundtrack went and uploaded 
and created a Sean... They didn't just upload the songs featuring Sean Holton. They actually uploaded those songs into specific profiles under my name. That's fraud. Yeah. Is it fraud? No. What's the other one? Yeah, it's fraud. Assuming identity. She's using my... It's identity theft. What? So... She doesn't even look like you. She's published something. I'm doing yours now, Brandon. Published something as though I published it, mm-hmm. which anyone can do. If you aren't published on Spotify, so say for ages, the band Tool, mm. their music wasn't on Spotify. And if you search for Tool, you'd find other bands that use that to their advantage. They'd call themselves Tool and then put their music up. That's a bit cheeky. Pe- but they weren't ripping off Tool's music. They were just cashing in on the fact that people are going to look for Tool on Spotify, they're not going to be able to find them and they might accidentally play this, then we'll get some revenue. I love how people think you're more famous than you are and then they try and use you. (sighs) (laughs) Maybe that just means you're famous. Famous enough for people to try and exploit me, at least anyway. I'm at the the exploitation level of fame. So I'm not a household name. I'm famous enough to be exploited or attempted to be exploited. And I'm sure they regretted it because I bet they spent more money putting that album and cre- up there and creating that profile than it's made them. Please don't play it. Don't give them the don't money. Don't give them the money. So they they hired me to sing and write stuff, but they didn't hire or or pay for the license to be me. Mm-hmm, so anyway, mm-hmm. I've given them like a week to get it down. Yeah, right. I, was, I don't care if the songs are out there. Mm-hmm. It's like it's my sex tape. This music is my sex tape and it's out there and people can l- look at me in my musical underwear if they want, you know, but you can't go around posting things saying you're me. Yeah, that's, that'd be like if somebody took my blog and used my name to publish it as theirs. Mm. That'd be weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Brandon's cards. Brandon, your soul card is Star Ancestors. You've got Hidden Secrets, Lost Wisdom, and you need to look a little deeper so that you can do some training because you've been called to step up. So there's that you're, you're being called to step up to something, but you might not know what it is yet. So you need to look a little deeper. Um, and it's got something to do with training and your gifts. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Let's give that a go. Carl says, there are some bangers on that soundtrack. (laughs) Some of the bits of the music and stuff on that soundtrack aren't that bad. But here's here's why it hurts me a little bit. It's because that person paid me a specific budget to do a specific number of songs. Mm -hmm. Now, the budget that they paid me meant that I only allowed myself to spend so much time per song because I didn't want to go over the budget and I didn't want to do work that that I wasn't being paid paid for. for. I didn't want to write these songs. I didn't write the lyrics to any of these songs. I, none of these songs were my idea. She produced these songs. She'd say, I would like you to use these lyrics and I want it to be this style. And then I would make it, it I would make that and give it back. But I would keep myself on a time limit. If I had known that her intention was to actually produce a product in my name and put it out there... First of all, I would have said no. But if I didn't say no, then I would have spent more time on this work knowing that it was going to be published under my name. And it might be helpful to you to make it good. So it's like I feel like people have published my demos, you know, like I did demo quality in in my like this is just my little artistic tantrum. Mm -hmm. But like 
that's that is if i if it was if i knew it was going to be out there in my name i would have put more effort into it yeah maybe but you should just put more effort into everything i put in the in level case. of effort that they paid for and mm-hmm. now I'm being bitten in the ass for songs being yeah. out there, and in in a in a way that like if I was going to release it, I would have developed that more than that, because yeah. I don't have to pay myself for that time because it's my project and it's my name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kyle says you could contest it. He has actually contacted her to have it taken down. She's not stoked about it. Mm-hmm. Listen to you. She's anyway, shocked. Anyway, I'm doing Samuel's cards right now, and I think you will like these ones i like these ones and i think m- might mean something to you so your soul wants you to know that you are a child of the cosmos and the uni- the intelligence of the universe lies within you i think you know what that means um and that your action card for that to embrace yourself as a child of the universe who knows things that you probably think you might not know about but you do something like that who knows but you're not for everyone none of us are we're not for everyone. Not everyone can like us all the time. Um, it says embrace your weirdness and face your true north. So that's pretty clear. What do you think of that, Samuel? <laughs> Sorry, am I even being an aggressive card reader today? I think so. No? No. Okay. Um, Maybe just feel aggressive because I'm being a little quieter. Oh, you're trying not to in, um, interrupt? <laughs> you no. haven't interrupted much today. That hasn't hasn't been pre. That wasn't DJ's a, a premeditated no, decision. No, you just, just feel you just bad. sick of talking over your smart wife, smart mouth wife, smart mouth. You know. I don't know. Where's our music gone? I don't know, man. You're welcome, Samuel. If you need any clarification on that, I can give you um, a bit of a reading about what the um, Intelligence of Universe card um, means. I can do that after this if you like, after the other card readings. But just let me know, unless you know what it means, and then that's great. Good for you. What song is this? Mine. I like this song. This is a song you can find that I put out because I wanted it there. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great song. What's yeah. it about? It's about mycelium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The wood wide web. The wood wide web, yeah. Why don't you talk about the wood wide web for a sec? The wood wide web. Mm. Well, the trees have their own internet. It's a amazing. series of intricate growing little proteins. Mm. Proteins? Fungies? Mycelium? Fungi? So like a, fungus a has a protein fungus, in it. Isn't it? Like when you, if you eat like mushrooms, mushrooms, it's a protein. Yeah. I don't know. It's proteins in it. Don't know. But it connects the, the networks of the underworld dirt. It underworld. allows all of the trees and the plants and, and everything to communicate with each other and share resources. Like trees mm-hmm. send other trees little emails like, we're on fire. Mm-hmm. We're burning. Download this attachment. It's the things that I haven't, uh, it's the food that I've eaten that I haven't used yeah. yet. Or if like a tree's burning down somewhere. It'll send all its nutrients through the mycelium network. Oh, I wasn't listening. <laughs> I was reading Samuel's comment. I believe my good friend Dimitri gave me that rundown on that. Yes, I believe he did. I believe you understand the same universe that I may understand. Dimitri taught me the same thing. Okay, so EJ, you your soul wants you to know that you are in lost lands. You may feel like you're in lost lands, but you have done this before that you have gifts and memories that you can use to your advantage because you have done all of this before mm-hmm. and that you need to embrace the void. 
Embrace the void. Just, I guess that's more of like a, you have done this before. You need to stop. Embrace winter. Do you get, I think you get this card a bit, don't you? Um, the Great Cosmic Womb. So like, I think that's more of like a, you got this. Just let it ride out. It's winter. It's cold. Look after yourself. Mm. But what soul memories and gifts do you have, EJ? I would like to know. That's like that's the thing that I catch myself doing all the time. I'm getting better at, but I still have these moments. And I guess it depends on like this is where it's why it's important to like figure out what your triggers and stuff are, mm -hmm. so you can be mindful of them, so you can maybe potentially catch them before you just leap Hello, out. Erupt. But I always get this. You get that that anxiety of like something's happening, or you fear something's about to happen. And you're like. I need to act, I need to act, I need to get my hands on this and change it. Um, but actually, nine out of ten times, the thing that I realize by experimentation is that I actually just need to wait and see what's going to happen before mm -hmm. I act. It might not be time for me to act yet because if I wait and I observe, the things around me may actually fix this themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. All right, Beck Parker. Oh, we'll like these ones. All right, it's time for you to water your garden. I have to agree. I think you need a break. And you're getting it July 1st. Mm. I'm looking forward to that time for you. Um, it's about body care, tenderness and rest. You have these cards. You know what that means. And you got surrender to the sweetness as your action card. So once you're able to rest and relax, you need to just surrender to the rest of your life. <laughs> just make sweet love to it. It almost says that. Find the pleasure, find the joy, and stop. Just ignore the other bits. Pleasure, joy. In moderation. You don't want to get addicted. Because then you're just chasing. Sugar, sex. Anything that's <laughs> instantly gratifying. Yeah. Unlike Sean, who's like, I want snacks now. No, I actually made... Here's what I did. I actually made that decision five hours prior i was like i'm gonna have snacks tonight not right now but tonight mm -hmm. and then when tonight came around i still felt like it and i did it and there's some left and there's some left <laughs> did you like that back i get void card all cold months so yeah yeah you did and i think you got the void card for did you get your void card EJ, for the year reading I did, once winter came around, I believe that it was there too, if I remember correctly. Sugar and coffee. Yeah, sugar and coffee. That's You're drinking amazing. a lot of coffee. I've been drinking moment. so much coffee. I think we're just trying to get through it. Okay, so me mum's up next. Me mum. Me mum. Can you hear me, mum? Do you have your headphones in? A what, me mum? Because she's food shopping. Um, and she gets sad because she doesn't have headphones. I'm like, just get some. Get them. <laughs> They're cheap. Although she has to wear a headphone. Oh, she wears a hearing, hearing aids. aids. Jeez. That was insensitive of you. That was insensitive. I apologize, mum. You should get. Some people, I'm sure, some people have fancy hearing aids that have Bluetooth connectivity. I bet you they can Bluetooth oh, their hearing aids to their phone. Amazing. Be annoying if it had, had like auto connect issues and problems <laughs> and stuff. Imagine if you were connecting to someone's phone in the next house and they were watching porn. <laughs> uh, and you're like, oh, wow, mm -hmm. why am I so randy all of a sudden? I can hear people banging. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mum, you got the double mission card for your soul wants you to know that today it is important for you to serve the world by being you, if you're still here. And that your uh, 
in order to do that, you need to just, you got in this card before, mum. You need to start living out your, the life that you want, not the life that you think you need. I want you to start living life as a gay woman. What? My mum? Yeah. As a gay woman? That's what Dr. Phil wants. <laughs> Is that what Dr. Phil says? That's what Dr. Phil wants. Oh, God. We should probably start watching Dr. Phil. All right, let's yeah, do one shouldn't. for Alec. Alex ain't, Alec ain't here. But I'm going to do Didn't it. Didn't have time to watch Dr. Phil because we're too busy watching, watching the, the LOL chat. crew <laughs> and group chat on at Emily Knows Everything. I kind of Instagram. am busy watching that. I, I do. Yeah. My like, kids. Didn't someone say yesterday that they'd taken time off work? Yeah. <laughs> they yeah, take yeah. time off work it's to like watch it. a month it. off work. <laughs> it's crazy. That's how often it's happening. Once you're in, like, <laughs> you're watching me like, I don't even know if I like these people. <laughs> Why can't I stop watching? Why am I back? Yeah. Now I like these people. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, why do I like these people so much? Because they're just like There us. you go. Red Wolf Joy's dad has Bluetooth hearing aids. Are they good? What? Do they piss him off? Do they do Do they do they no annoying things? Or are they like innovation? I could play my mum's subliminal messaging when she's asleep. And she like, oh no, she takes them out when she sleeps. Imagine if I could like play her secret little stories while she's sleeping. Send I'd have to voice be near memos. Her. Yeah. Mum, give me 10 bucks. That would have been so handy when I was a teenager. She'd just be walking along as you hear. That was you. You didn't even know you farted, did you? Everyone's looking at you. <laughs> Mum, there's poo on your leg. <laughs> <laughs> you know what to do now, don't you? Burn them. Burn them all. <laughs> oh, it's a shame she's not here to hear it. All right. So, Alec, I know you're not here because you've been a good boy in helping your boss, but you got the Blue Flame Spontaneous Awakening Activation and Integration Time. I think he got this card last time or the time before that I did this. It was about integrating all the things he's been learning lately. I know he's young, but he's still absorbing. He's got a lot going on with his life at the moment. It's time to do that. And in order to integrate all of these lessons that you've been learning and the life that you've been leading you your all of your paths lead home this is your action card this card is about inner authority and following your intuition and following the gaze and following your gaze within yourself rather than external and check in on yourself and make sure that's all good so that you are ready to integrate the things that you've been learning to benefit yourself in the long run see follow the gaze start living life as a gay woman <laughs> i don't think alec can Alright. You can you can be whatever you All want. Alright, who else do we got here? No nudes. Milk in a bag. Yeah. Been ignoring see, I've been ignoring me in a child. Yeah, see. We do. And like regardless of how you feel you, about an inner child. It's because we think we're gonna make our inner child respect us like all the other children like should. Shutting up. Yeah. Mm. Put your shoes put the proper shoes on, you idiot. Yeah. What do you mean you're wearing navy blue <laughs> shoes instead of black ones? Bricklaying. <laughs> uh, all right. Is there any more in here? I can't see any more. Samuel said, wow. I'm not really sure what he said wow to. Maybe it was fantabulous. Follow, right. follow the guys. Did right. Samuel put an extra heart in? You're getting greedy, mate. <laughs> he wants four With cards. Yeah, all of them. Okay. No one else asked for cards. You miss out them. You don't get any. All right. I did my cards today and it was like, pay the lady, wish you had, blah, 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 follow your instinct, baby steps. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah. 
keeps telling me the same shit. And I'm like, I'm trying to be the leader. The annoying thing about the situation that we're in, I guess to like wrap up the the whole thing, is that I actually don't think it's all... (laughs) I don't... I don't feel like it's all doomed. I don't feel like it's all going to go heaps bad. I don't like, I actually don't even think like whether, even if we didn't take the plunge in homeschool and we left them in the same system with the same problems, with the same bullshit, I still deeply feel like it'd be fine. Oh, so do I. It'd be fine. So do I. It would work out fine. It's not, it's in the same way, like one of the, some of the problem that the school are having with our kids is they can't change them. They're trying to change them and they won't change. Yeah. They won't be different people. And um, unless I want to, unless any of us really want to, like we shouldn't change either. No. You know? Especially because like, we're trying un- to ex- show them that individuality and having your own values and morals is important. Unless you can actually prove that the thing you're not changing is going to lead to disastrous mm-hmm. results. You know, like if yep. somebody's walking towards a cliff, then you're going to try and get them to walk in a different direction because eventually they'll fall off. Yeah. But whether our kids stay in the schooling system or they do homeschooling, I don't see a cliff in either of those two options. No. My frustration, my uh, the difficulty that I experience with this emotionally is purely irritation. Mm-hmm. Irritation that I have to actually look within myself and have that discussion with myself at all. Yeah. Like the challenge of like, what kind of a father am I actually being? And what kind of a father am I being if I go against the mainstream educu- educational Yeah, it makes body, you question it. You know, and I also like... I feel solid enough with the things we've looked into, the research that we've done. I like they haven't changed me. Yeah. But I'm irritated by being that you have to do it in the first place. In a culture and none of us are free of this. Being in a culture that's consistently trying to change you. Yeah. Yeah. It's frustrating. It's irritating. It's tiring. It mm. makes me tired. Yeah. Homogenizing humans removes what makes them so great. That's what EJ said. Yeah, man. EJ smart. Yeah, man. You said smart things. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to wear rainbow socks? Go right. I don't have a problem with these kids wearing rainbow socks. They should be able to. And one of the things, um, what, like one of the things I wrote in the email was this. It's a quote from a um, a child and adolescent psychologist, and he was like, one of the biggest things that teenagers need to do is express their individuality. Because they're trying to find their identity and finding identity for teenagers is so hard, so hard that they align themselves with sometimes the wrong identities Mm. and then they get confused and conflicted about that and then it causes more problems as they grow up because they're so lost Mm. and the school systems aren't fostering that, Mm. you know? It's not a biggest. It's and like I know that like a lot of a lot of parents that we might know might go, such a small thing, just make sure your kid's wearing shoes and it's like it's not just that. It's not just that to me. Not anymore. Before when it was just me and I was battling against that in school, that was me. But now you're a, now it's it's going to be all three of the people that I've brought into the world and I don't think they should need to be subjected to you taking away their opportunity to create their if own individuality. If you're going to have a policy and you're going to force people to comply to it, 
then you have to force everybody to comply to it. And if you're not going to force everybody to comply to it, then you don't have a policy. Yeah, that's one of my things I said to the principal. Right. When your staff and yourself are wearing the full uniform, I will ensure that my child too is in full uniform. Because we used to have we used to have student uh, teachers at our school that wore the uniform. Do you remember? That's correct, EJ. We do find out. I, f- I met myself at around 28, 29. Uh, yes. Metaphysical circles call that the Saturn return. It's also just basically your neurological development. It is finished. Yeah. Yeah, I found that 20, 20, 28 to 30 for me, 31 probably, was like such a like massive developmental milestone. Mm-hmm. It changed like... Whether and that was around the time I started exploring with psychedelics and stuff, so who knows? But I agree. Yeah, we have to re meet ourselves as adults, and it's a very agonizing process. That's another discussion for another day. But psychedelics aren't the reason people get their shit sorted out, psychedelics can be the reason people uh, might never get their shit <laughs> sorted out. Yes, there, there's a lot yes, I can yeah. say about that. That we should probably talk about. You go, Mum. Off you go. You were here after all. Red Wolf says, Sean, this Sunday is Father's Day, so I wish you a wonderful don't Father's Day. Is it Father's Day this weekend? Here? Not here. Ah, oh, in America. Yeah. No, you don't get to have it. <laughs> Whatever. <clears throat> yeah, EJ, my sad return was brutal, but worth it. Me too. Ha. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Let's talk about Saturn returns Monday. Yeah. I'll do some reading on it because I don't know a whole lot about it, but I know it exists and I know it messes with women and men all over the world. Mm-hmm. And if you go to the old video store, I've got a lot of late returns. Video stores are a thing? Not anymore. Hey, Mark. They did. You came at the end. Video store did. Got one minute. On follow your heart and do what's right for you and your little tribe. You guys are wonderful parents. Thanks, Mum. Mum, my mum is. My mum always tells me she wishes that she had raised us differently, but. Look, I'm pretty great, and I think she did a fine job, despite all the craziness that went on. You did a good job too, Mum, because look what happened to me. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Just look at it. Look at the standardist mother I am. I'm brilliant. All the time. All the time. It is 12 o'clock, and that means we are out of here. Thank you for hanging out with us for episode number 87 of the Hey Demu mm-hmm. podcast. We're going to leave you with the last few seconds of my new song, which is out on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram TV right now. It's How She Makes Me by Sean Halton, featuring Chris Lyons. That's right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, take good care of yourselves, stand up for yourselves, and ask why. Why? Why? It's worth Why? it. Bye, guys. Bye, 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 bye. Let me joke.